Hi, uh, good evening. Welcome to the latest episode of the Magicast. I'm your host, Scott Monroe. Welcome to episode 114. It's just me on my own this evening. Uh, we're recording on Monday night, uh, just two days after uh, Romuth nil into three. Nearly said the scoreline round the, the, the other way. Um, so Hakan Chanaloglu scores directly from a corner, which megged Rui Patricio. And then Edin Dzeko scoring uh, against his former team. And then Dunzel Dumfries uh, adding a third just before halftime. Um, it wasn't great. I will come a bit more into uh, talk about the game in a moment. Um, as I said, it's just me on my own this evening. Um, Imran and Sam are, are working. Um, I've just finished a work from home shift. This will be a quick podcast talking about uh, the game on Saturday and a little bit of a preview of the game on Thursday. Um, I actually didn't watch the game live. Um, I went to Walsall Swindon and saw Swindon win their eighth successive away game in a row, uh, winning 2-1 and advancing to the third round of the FA Cup. The draw is in about half hour, 40 minutes. Um, We could get a Premier League team uh, or a championship team in the third round, so that'd be quite good. I got updates from the first half while I was in a McDonald's in Warsaw getting a, a coffee after the woods and um, saw we were 3-0 down as we were leaving. I thought, oh, this would be good to watch. Saw the score as I was approaching to Swindon. Saw it was 3-0. Watched the game. Um, oh, it wasn't great. Um, so, um, BT Sport over here and due to the blackout rule, we can't watch the first 15 minutes of game so from 2.45 to 5.15 you cannot watch sport on a Saturday now um, there is crowds back at football here in the UK so um, watch the first 15 minutes through a website I know where you can watch live football and they show replays of games so I managed to watch the first 15 minutes Roma looked okay for 5 minutes didn't look great for the next 85 to 88 minutes included out of time. Um, Aldo Shorodorov had a header which he glanced and it went, I think it went out for a throw in. I think there was a, a positive run from Nicolo Zaniolo, which was um, blocked and denied by the inter defence. And then it was chaos. Um, evidently, Roma didn't have three of their best players. Uh, Rick Karsdorp was suspended after picking up a yellow at Bologna. So was Tammy Abraham. He picked up a a weird, strange yellow at Bologna. And Lorenzo Pellegrini was injured after he got it. Picked up an injury against Torino. Um, Jose went for a back three, which was a 3-5-2 with Kumbula at centre-half. And then Roger Ibanez, who looked horrifically out of place at Wing back. I think me and Imran previously said we should do a wing back formation, but have Jordan Veritude at wing back because he played in that position before for a couple of games last season under Fonseca in the Europa League against Braga when uh, Roma had uh, a couple of injury problems in the back line. Um, yeah, it's like a three five two, which then morphed into a five three one one with the lowest of low blocks, um, and it it didn't work. And Inter Milan capitalised with those three goals early in the first half and just completely took the game away from Roma. Um, Sam actually sent me a WhatsApp message Sunday morning uh, as we both watched the game on delay. 
and I tend to agree with him. It was men against boys. It was it was so painful to watch. In uh, under Inzaghi, absolutely flying at the moment. Um, I think it's seven wins out of eight in Serie. A. The sole draw that they have out of that eight is the one all draw against uh, AC Milan in the Milan derby before the November international break. Excuse me. Um, and yeah, it was. Um, they completely dominated dominated the game from start to finish. Um, yeah, Roma's tactics just did not work. Um, if you want to play with a low block uh, defensively, uh, you have to press, and Roma didn't press at all. You want to play these tactics from a bygone era where it was effective 10, 15 years ago, and it worked. Um, football's evolved since then, um, and that setup and tactics from Jose Mourinho and Roma um, was of a bygone era, it was of a dinosaur era where uh, where it would have worked when he first in charge um, and maybe up to where he was at charge at Real Madrid and the latter parts of Inter and Chelsea but now football's evolved you need to press, you need to work through the lines and I didn't see that on, on Saturday Inter on the other hand, just passed Roma to death. You could see by the the second and the third goal, um, the first one was straight from a corner, which it evaded Nicolo Zaniolo, and then it went through Rui Patricio's legs. The first mistake that Rui Patricio has had while he's been at Roma by the preseason, where I think some Roma fans were calling out that was an expensive mistake. Preseason is where you wear out your mistakes and you, you're just getting fitness and want 45 minutes, 60 minutes per game in your legs. That's bound to happen. But in Serie A this season and in the Europa Conference League, he's been magnificent and he's been one of Roma's best players and Roma's best signing of the summer to, to boot. Um, yeah, so he got megged from Hakan Chanelogli from a corner. Um, a day later, Juan Cuadrado scored straight from a corner, which uh, evaded Salvatore Sirigu. Uh, sorry, Salvatore Sirigu yesterday. So two corners, two Olympico goals in two days. And then the 18 pass move for the second goal, which was magnificent. It just cut through Roma like a hot knife through butter. And then the third goal, Bastoni, who uh, him and Marcello Brozovic were my man of the match for Inter. Both were magnificent. Um, Bastoni on the left-hand side of centre-back just played a wonderful ball to Dunsel Dumfries, who got ahead of Matthias Vina, got ahead of his marker. And then uh, headed home from close range. It's 3 0. 3 0 at half time, 3 0 at full time. Uh, Roma did have a couple of chances. There was the phantom effort from Nicolo Zaniero, where, if anyone's seen the footage of the second half, it went viral from the Spanish commentators. Don't worry, it went a little bit like the same for the English commentators over here in the, beat, uh, here in the UK. Um, he hit a shot in the second half, which flew into the top corner. Um, but it was the top corner with the side netting. It's like Raheem Sterling's goal, uh, non-goal, uh, in the World Cup 2014, uh, Italy, England, in Manaus. Um, yeah, so it was like that. Um, uh, so, yeah, it wasn't the, the best of nights for Jose and Roma. The best part was the fans. The fans were brilliant. Um, it was 52,000. Uh, stadiums are still 75% capacity due to COVID. Not like here in the UK where it's 100%, but they're easing it. Um, the Roma fans were singing their hearts out um, all through the game. and I think they ended the last 10, 15 minutes with the, Ro- the Alley, Roma Alley chant, which was magnificent to hear. And it was quite poignant that you got to see the crowd footage behind the goal and everyone's jumping and singing their hearts out for the for the club. Um, 
I think if it, this happened a couple of years ago, you'd probably see Roma fan, uh, the Roma fans booing the Roma players off the pitch. But it's really good to see that the Roma fans are behind them. Um, it was really good to see. Um, Roma and two defeats in the last week. It's not great. Uh, I think it's seven defeats out of 16 in Serie A. And if my maths is correct, it's eight defeats. I think it's 23 games this season for Jose in all competitions. It's not great. And I don't want the Jose Mourinho brigades, the fans, the stands come at me on social media because they have. And I'm, I'm tired of it, but it's not great. But let's hope it turns around. Uh, the second half of the season, but if it doesn't, that's uh, it's it's not looking good. There's already talks of him being linked with the Everton job. There was talks of him being linked with the Newcastle job not so long ago. But Eddie Howe got that he could return to England, but we we'll just have to wait and see. This is year one. Uh, I'm not saying he should be sacked, but someone did stupidly ask me after the Lazio game that he should be sacked and it was just laughable that was his second defeat of the season in the league but it hasn't been great since then um me and Imran were talking before and I think he's got the setup right the three-man back line it looks good um because Roma have actually looked good defensively in the last couple of games um especially a game against uh, Torino they did really well and nullified the Torino attack they looked good against Bologna but the Svanberg goal was outstanding and I don't think no keeper in the world would have saved that it's just attack it's once that once that attack clicks I think we'll see the proper Roma and everyone's taking the piss out of Nico Zaniola on social media because he's not scoring and he's not assisting in Serie A. He's got zero assists and zero goals. Just wait and see. Just wait and see. Sadly, he misses the game against Spezia. So does Gianluca Mancini. I imagine both will play against uh, CSK Sofia on Thursday. And that's a nice segue into the game on Thursday. Um also, I want to point out, apologies for the croakiness in the voice. Uh, lost my voice on Saturday, cheering on Swindon's win. Um, oh God, it wasn't great yesterday. I did not sound the greatest, but powered through. Uh, it's what you get for shouting and seeing your team win 2-1 away from home. But not talking about that. Talking about the game on Thursday. Uh, this is a good opportunity to Roma to finish top of the group. they got to hope uh, Zoya Lahance gets a result against Bodo Glimt. Um if Roma finish second, they have to go for a qualifying stage to qualify for the next round. Uh, that will take place in February. But if Roma finish top, they go through on a bye. And uh, that'd be quite good. Um, this was a group that they were expected to qualify. And they have. They did it with a game to spare. Minus the Bodo Glimt um, story where they were embarrassed 6-1 away in Norway and then drew 2-2 at home. But I think this will be a good opportunity for Jose to rotate um, and not play his strongest team. I do expect a couple of players to play who will be missing on Monday because Roma play Spezia on Monday evening. So I do expect um, Zaniolo and Mancini to play just to get minutes before in the legs before they got Atalanta the following Saturday on the 18th. So yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what time, uh, sorry, what type of side he puts out. I reckon it could be a half and half where you could see some youngsters play. Um, so I reckon Bove will play. He came on and did quite well when he came on. 
Um, sadly, we won't see Athena's Jian because um, he's cup tied. He's not cup tied. He didn't get registered, so I imagine he might get registered um, for the latter stages. Um, I do expect to, with the three four one two three five two formation. Um, but yeah, uh, if you are a fan in the UK, the Roma game is on BT Sport Extra Two. Um, it's not on the normal channel, so it's behind the red button. And this is the final game in the group stage for the second year running where Roma play CSK Sofia. Roma played uh, them in the Europa League last season and lost 3-1. That was a scratch side. I think it was just Fazio, Diawara and Bruno Perez and the youth team and uh, reserve players. And um, this season, Roma will end it in Sofia as well, hopefully with a better outcome. And as fingers crossed, Roma have... As, as I like to say, a bit of bounce back ability and uh, get the three points and hope, fingers crossed, Bodo Glimt fell to beat Zoria Lahansk and Roma can get that buy into the next round and start their European campaign in the new year in March and not in early, early into mid February. Um, sorry, so sorry, this is a short episode. Um, I've the two guys. Imran and Sam are sorry, sadly working. Uh, we would normally have a longer episode uh, talking a bit more in depth into the game. Game, sorry, game, singular, not plural, from the weekend. But yeah. Um, guys, you can follow us at lemagicast.com. Uh, you can find all our podcasts, previous podcasts, sorry, on that platform, all through the archive. Uh, you can find all our podcasts on uh, the podcast platform. So yeah, Apple, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. Um, as I said last week, if you've got us on Spotify rap and you listened to us quite a lot last year, uh, last season, sorry, just give us a shout. We'll uh, we'll happily retweet it and plug it. Um, so good that the Spotify rap come last week. I think I managed to sync 12,000 minutes into two months of listening to podcasts. Um, I switched to Spotify in September, so I got a good six to eight weeks. I think it'll probably be trebled or even quadrupled for next year. Um, fingers crossed that Roma have a, a good next couple of weeks going into the winter. So you've winter break. So you've got the game on Thursday uh, against uh, CSK Sofia in Sofia uh, in Bulgaria. Uh, you've got the game Monday night against Spezia. The game against Atalanta on the Saturday, 2 p.m. kickoff in the UK. Sadly, I won't be watching that. I'll be at a game. Um, sadly, I don't. it won't be on British TV, so in fans in the UK, you have to find alternative routes to watch the game. And then Roma and the year, the calendar year at home to Sampdoria, who've just had a little bit of problems coming into fruition at the moment, where there are rumours of Roberto Diversa to be that could be sacked and Dejan Stankovic, uh, ex of Lazio and Inter Milan could come in charge. And then today Massimo Ferreira got arrested. So there's some interesting times ahead at Sampdoria. I've been your host, Scott Monroe. Um, Enjoy the rest of the week. Hope you had a lovely Monday and hope you had a lovely weekend. And the weekend, uh, sorry, the Christmas uh, is coming. Uh, we were going to talk about, uh, at the end of most episodes, we'll talk about mental health. We did that last week. I think we will talk about it more when Christmas is coming because it's a hard time. Um, I, it's for, for most of us. Um, we are going through a pandemic. I think we're in coming to year three of it. 
in the next uh, next couple of weeks. Um, fingers crossed, it's over soon as over soon, and we can all see our loved ones and stuff like that. But yeah, um, we wanted to talk more about mental health, but we're doing that at the closer and more episodes where I suffered myself with mental health. I talked about it like, on the last episode. There are people to help, and just fingers crossed, you do seek help because it does help. Um, as I said earlier, I'm Scott. Um, hope you have a lovely week following your teams in football and if you're going to games in the next couple of days wrap up because there's a lot of football coming up in a football league over here in the UK and Champions League and Europa League and if you're travelling out to Italy to watch a game especially Roma in the next couple of weeks enjoy I'm slightly jealous hopefully next year I'll be going after a three year hiatus my last game was in uh, March of 2019 which was Claudio Ranieri's first game Uh, Ciao, have a lovely evening. I'll speak to you guys hopefully after the CSK Sofia game. If not, we'll do a pod recapping that and the Spezia game next Monday. So probably hopefully next Tuesday. If not, we'll do something Thursday, Friday. Ciao.